This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, I am talking with LaToya Dixon-Smith. LaToya is a mechanical engineer turned boudoir photographer, certified sex doula, and international speaker based in Greenville, South Carolina. Featured on HBO, she has also been widely featured in publications including the Huffington Post, Essence, and the Greenville Business Magazine. In addition to activating women to find confidence and self-acceptance through empowering boudoir healing ceremonies and photos, LaToya enjoys speaking with women about accessing pleasure, power, and peace through the power of the erotic. LaToya, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah Jane. I am so excited. I told you beforehand, like I... I'm literally bursting with questions and I'm just trying not to answer, ask them all before we hit record because I know we're going to have a good conversation. Looking forward to it. We, as you know, we start every episode with Rosebud and Thorn. Uh, so what are yours today? So I just, as of yesterday, created this nice, cozy uh, little reading nook in my living room that's um, enclosed by like my windows. I added my plants over there. It's just a vibe. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, the song that keeps coming up in my head as I'm decorating that space is Beyonce's cozy, uh, comfortable in my skin, cozy mm-hmm. with who I am. It's just, it's just cozy. Uh, I love that spot. Um, uh, uh, let's see the bud, something I'm looking forward to. So I'm actually in a season of a sabbatical. So I recently, um, deactivated my personal Facebook and Instagram accounts. And this is the most committed I've been to a sabbatical yeah. in a really long time. And so it's been exciting to unplug and to kind of, you know, go in turtle mode a little bit. Um, but it's also scary because all I've known has been like online business, online entrepreneurship, social media marketing, that sort of stuff for a very long time. And so I'm excited because I know that it's possible. Um, and I know that mm-hmm. there are already some things that are coming up for me uh, during the sabbatical. And then um, something a little prickly. Uh, I would say that that is the prickly, the the mm-hmm. not knowing, the unknowing. <laughs> Yeah. And just kind of like without being plugged in, it's like we're sitting in that unknowing Mm -hmm. kind of like it's we're going to look at it. (laughs) Yes. Face this. Sit in front of this mirror Mm -hmm. until you (laughs) see (laughs) what you like reflected back. Mm. Um, So 
Okay, I am like bursting. I'm so bursting with questions that I'm like, okay, where do we start? Okay, yeah. let's start with your <laughs> – for people at home who don't know your Enneagram type, let's start there. Like what's your Enneagram journey been? How did you find it? Um, what's your type? How did you find your type? All that good stuff. Yeah, so I I don't remember exactly the year when I um, stumbled into Enneagram, but I am someone who has always been fascinated by um, – personality quizzes and typing systems. Um, I've even, you know, explored human design and, um, you know, other, other types of systems that help us to understand ourselves better. And Enneagram, um, it was, it's probably been the one that I've known the longest. Um, so, uh, I am a type one, um, the perfectionist, <laughs> and I very much um, resonated with that, especially when I discovered it before and how it applied to um, me and things that I've been doing and have been working on up until my um, my the end of my corporate career, then into diving into entrepreneurship full time. So I've seen that mm-hmm. same theme recurring over and over in different um chapters of my life and seasons of my life. And now I'm in a new one and I'm seeing how it's coming up even now. Um, mm. Even when there, the the whole purpose of this sabbatical is to unplug and to just give myself space to breathe and recenter and just really understand like, what is it that I'm striving so hard for, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you... You've had like so many like fascinating transitions, right? Like mm-hmm. you started, you say like your corporate career, like you were a mechanical engineer, yeah. right? So, I and was. then like I met you when you were a wedding photographer or like doing portraiture. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then now we're like boudoir photographer, sex doula, speaker. Yeah. <laughs> so like- how, you know, like, can we talk a little bit about those transitions? Because this is something you may not know. So I'm going to give you a little backstory from my perspective on on you. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I'm I nervous. Met you. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, <laughs> I met you at the Queen Photographers Conference. Right. Mm-hmm. And thought you were so cool and like really <laughs> wanted to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to be cool about it. And then um, I started following your photography and you're just such a good photographer. And I was like, okay, it's on my bucket list. I want LaToya to photograph me. Um, and then I quit using my smaller Instagram account, which is the account that I followed you on. Mm-hmm. And because um, I was like at the time on there more. And then recently I was like, oh, I need to get headshots. I'm going to look up LaToya. And then it was like, your work has completely changed and you're doing like boudoir photography. And I even saw where you were like, hey guys, I don't do headshots. I do boudoir (laughs) photography. And I was like, okay, which I respect. Um, Yeah. And was like, and then sex doula, I was like, okay, this is, I have questions. So Mm -hmm. um, from like my perspective, I'm like, wow, you have shifted a lot and I'm just so fascinated. So how do we go from mechanical engineer to photographer and then how do we go from photographer to specifically boudoir and then sex doula? Right. So this is some these are things that 
as they happen, I'm not even aware of like how quickly these things are happening. But literally since we met in, I believe that was, that might've been 2017 um, mm-hmm. with the Queen Photographers Conference. till now, what's that? Uh, five years in five years. <laughs> so much has happened in five years. I've completely shifted from um, my corporate career as uh, in supply chain and manufacturing. I was working for GE while doing photography on the side, um, wedding photography mainly. And then I uh, actually I endured a severe back injury that um, I had surgery from. Two days, or no, it was a, the day after my surgery, I get a text from my manager and he's like, hey, I know you're still in the hospital, but I need to talk to you like as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, <laughs> not really coherent, but mm-hmm. coherent enough to know that that was probably not a good sign to hear, especially mm-hmm. given the fact that they knew I was already in the hospital. Um, but anyway, it was the writing on the wall. Um, that led to me being laid off. Uh, I had so much peace going into that conversation, though, Sarah Jane. Um, mm-hmm. It was almost as if like my body was was already being prepared for that moment, and it was actually um, the third time I've ever been laid off in my life. Um, mm-hmm. And other things have 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 happened and and occurred during those particular layoffs, which is why I said like my body was just prepared for it, you know, um, so much peace about it. Uh, then I had the decision point of going into a different, um, role in, uh, mechanical engineering or to pursue photography full time. And that I think was the deciding point of how, how much I wanted to like push myself, um, go into something kind of unfamiliar because I'm just going to be at a new company or go into something completely unfamiliar and you're just going to have to figure it out. And so, of course, I decided to <laughs> um, jump all in um, mm-hmm. wedding photography four months into um, four months after we I got laid off. We found out that we were expecting again. Mm-hmm. This is our second child. But mm-hmm. we were trying for a year and a half. But of course, you know, as timing would have it, it wasn't until I was full time um, as an entrepreneur that we conceived. Um, so the journey of motherhood all over again um, definitely led me on the space of of appreciating my body for the what it was what it was creating. Um, and even after, so after Liana was born, um, I went through a a very strong and tough period of like body image insecurities and, um, comparing my body at 28 after having a baby to how it was at 22 after having a baby, completely different and unfair (laughs) comparison Mm -hmm. hindsight anyway. Um, and so I look back at my maternity pictures that I had taken with another photographer here in town, Stacy Gardine of Stacy Gardine mm-hmm. Portraits. I love her. She's a friend of mine and I want to make sure I shout her out. <laughs> um, and her photos just really reminded me of how, how beautiful, radiant, strong, confident, like all mm-hmm. the things that I wasn't feeling in that moment were. And I was like, I need to figure out a way to offer this type of experience 
for people who are have gone through, you know, major transitions, whether it's motherhood, whether it's career changes, divorces, even, um, mm-hmm. or just personal personal milestones and testimonies that they have with their themselves and their body, which is where mm-hmm. my boudoir photography career began. Um, and yeah, and so ever since then, it's just been like delayering everything up underneath. So it started with, you know, I'm thinking about starting as an engineer. I like to solve problems. I like puzzles. I love to make things better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at, with each pivot, with each transition, I've just been trying to figure out how do I make things better either for myself, for my family, for my process, for, you know, for me, um, how do I make things better? So I would say that's how I would categorize each change and each transition. Hmm. I love that. How do I make things better? Because that's such the like one energy used mm-hmm. in a beautiful way. Um, that like, how can I improve things like within my control? Yeah. I think that there's something so needed about that energy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and even if I tr- even if I tried to stop it, it it still comes through. Um <laughs> so like I told you earlier, uh, and studying human design a little bit, I'm a projector. And so projectors are very um popularly known as being like visionaries, um mm-hmm. leaders, uh people who uh, whose opinions are valued for, you know, what they can see, their vision. Um, mm-hmm. The not self theme of the pro- projector is bitterness. So when you feel like you are not being seen or heard and you, you know, you feel like things are out of outside of your control because you're trying too hard to coerce a situation, um, which can, mm-hmm. it makes sense as an Enneagram one, as a, a reformer or perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's like, like almost said, like your greatest strength. Oh, so go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's the greatest strength and the 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 facet of myself that the closer and closer I get to that part of myself, the more I understand it and not see it as a burden. <laughs> um mm-hmm. or or to let it or to not let it um I guess uh impede on my flow. Mm. That's really, I think in the space of where I am right now too, it's like, what is my flow? Where is my flow? And not trying to overcorrect or overcompensate for things that I think should be better, but find the perfect harmony between, you know, what feels good and then correcting or pivoting where something could feel a little bit better. Okay. So for those at home who are like, I have never experienced flow, I don't know, like, (laughs) What are you saying to me? Um, can we talk about that? Like, what is flow? How did you find it? What does it feel like? How do we get in tune with that part of ourselves to even notice if it's blocked? Mm. Well, I'm I'm still a student of this myself, um, which is why this this latest transition, this latest pivot and decision to unplug is me being intentional about getting back to like what flow feels like or what flow mm-hmm. looks like. But I will say, I, and I will kind of backtrack my words there, because um, I told this to a friend recently, is that the part where I get in 
my own way the most is I'm controlling what things look like without Mm -hmm. um, giving as much weight to how I want it to feel instead. Um, Mm. Because I feel that when you look at it from, okay, everything needs to, to be in this order. It has to look a certain way. It has to fall in line exactly the way this is um, logically coming together in my head. You miss out on so many other possibilities, so many other options and um, paths or timelines, I like to call them, that you you may not have considered. So instead of mm-hmm. focusing on what it has to look like, Go towards what you want it to feel like. So for me, I knew that social media was making me feel like I was so connected, but still so disconnected from everyone that you have all these people around you, yet there's nobody close to you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I don't, I didn't like feeling like that. I wanted my friendships to feel more genuine that you know, I want I I want to have a relationship with my friends that's more intimate where, you know, you don't necessarily have to rely on what you see me posting on social media for you to reach out and be like, hey, how's it going? Um, to check in. Mm-hmm. Or even with family members. I wanted to get back to a space where things felt, looked, smelled, tasted very much mm-hmm. more genuine without so much outside influence of what everyone else is doing or how they're experiencing things and enjoying things. Um, Unplugging is a way for me to just quiet out everything else to understand what my flow looks like. What, uh, how do I calibrate my own senses to what's pleasurable, what's tasteful to what's comfortable, what's cozy, those sort of things. Um, And that's, that's kind of like my process to it is just understanding like, I I want this to feel more light. I want this to feel more warm. I want this to feel more gentle. And then using those as the the starting points or the indicators to where you can start to adjust. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And I think that that's like a really beautiful look at, you know, when ones are rested and feel safe, they – pick up some of that seven energy and seven Mm. energy is like freedom and possibility and wanting to be happy and satisfied and like at its best, you know? Um, Yeah. And, and I hear so much of what you're saying in that, like move to rest. It's almost Mm. like you're giving yourself permission to rest there. Absolutely. For anyone that has curly hair like me, you know the struggles. I personally love wearing my hair curly, but really struggle with like a 10-step hair care routine. We should be proud of and embrace our unique curls and waves, and Lust Brands makes it so simple to do that. I really want you to check them out. I cannot recommend them more. The thing that I love about Lust Brands specifically is the all-in-one styler. It doesn't leave my hair sticky, crunchy, or weighed down, which means that I can do my entire hair care routine in the shower. Yep, I wash my hair with their shampoo, I use the conditioner, I comb it out, and then I turn off the water, I put in the one product, and I scrunch, 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 and then I just plop my hair into a, um, a hair wrap, and we're good to go. 
Lust Brands is all about helping each person embrace and love their unique waves, curls, kinks, and coils. Their three-step system includes shampoo, conditioner, and an all-in-one styler. Plus, Lust Brands products are free from harsh ingredients and are dermatologist tested and approved and will improve the health of your hair over time. We love to see it. I love Lust Brands and I'm not the only one. See for yourself why they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. Right now, my listeners can get 15% off your purchase of $50 or more, but only when you go to lustbrands.com and enter promo code EGRAM. That's L-U-S brands with an s.com and promo code egram don't wait get 15% off with promo code egram at lustbrands.com thank you lust brands for supporting the podcast and giving me amazing hair this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What kind of kickstarted a lot of this even, um, I went to a friend who has a, um, a waist bead tying um, ceremony practice. And, um, even before I went to see her in session and, um, her company is called Tide and Truth, by the way. But even before I went to her in session, we went to brunch for the very first time. And, you know, as you would with a new friend or new uh, connection, you, you just try to get to know one another, um, in a way that, you know, goes beyond what do you do? Mm-hmm. And so she's asking me, she's, she's, I'm telling her about everything. So this, I met her a couple of years ago. So I go from everywhere from starting out as a mechanical engineer to the queen photographers to wedding photographer. I'm giving her the whole timeline and she's like, wow. She's like, that's really impressive. And she's like, so um, what, what is your plan for when you, when you've finally got your, your biggest success or mm-hmm. what are you working towards? with all these achievements and accolades and things. Um, and I said, I don't know. I think, I think I'll just rest <laughs> mm-hmm. when I get there. I guess I'll just rest. Mm-hmm. And she goes, huh? What if you just did that right now? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was so simple and yet so like mind blowingly satisfying yeah, I love that, that it was even an option. Like I can just yeah. rest. <laughs> wow, how novel! <laughs> how novel! Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> well, and I think it's like I. And this brings up another question I had for you because it's like thinking of the one character structure, and all of us have this to some degree, but I know ones get it hard. Um, is this like internal inner critic, like this voice inside that's like, don't stop or mm-hmm. like, don't let the ball, don't drop the ball. And sometimes like be ashamed of your pleasure, be ashamed mm-hmm. of things that feel good. And I think that's like where part of the reason I'm like so fascinated by your journey is because I know you're a one. And then like watching you step into this sex doula role, it's like, 
I can imagine like the internal experience you had in like claiming that. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. But in, oh my goodness. Yes. Everything you said so, so perfectly and, and, and accurately stated to the, it's like the sigh of relief when you finally embrace it. Um, Mm. It was like the sigh of relief that I had when I embraced the fact that I was no longer an engineer and I was able to tell someone that without feeling like I needed to follow up with an explanation of why and how it happened. So it didn't discredit me or, you know, um, it's so that I was still validated in my decision to take a different role and go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And every pivot, every pivot, it's been easier and easier which is, I, I'm sure of it, is helped me to get closer to that, that feeling of just um, that space of like neutrality, of equilibrium, where mm-hmm. I can just be and that just be enough. Um, so yeah, I whew, absolutely mm-hmm. stepping into the sex dual role. Honestly, um, the one came in there too because- <laughs> Uh, I it was after a few years of uh, being a boudoir photographer at Greenville Boudoir, mm-hmm. um, and I would see that clients were loving their sessions. They would have an amazing experience and would be, you know, praising the services that they just received. Get to the top of the stairs because we we're on the second floor, and it's like, and they would say, "Oh man, now I have to get back to real life." Mm-hmm. And that was so disheartening because it was like, wait a minute, that was not the point of all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the point was not to, you know, perform, put on a performance just so that you can have some beautiful photos, you know, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm grateful that people appreciate my my art. Um, mm-hmm. However, I, I knew that there was so much more to this process and to this experience that had nothing to do with the photos that they would be able to to see feel um the shifts even after even before they received the final product right mm-hmm. um and so that led me into uh discovering the certification to become a sex doula um which by the way for anyone listening who is not familiar with a sex doula um we are not <laughs> Um, like birth doulas in that we are actively present and engaged during, you know, the act of sex. However, we are, we act more as healers, guides, coaches Mm. to support people in um, feeling more connected with their body. And so Mm -hmm. um, that seemed to me like the perfect segue into connecting a boudoir photography experience to, um, becoming a sex doula and helping people to to just become more present in their bodies mm-hmm. and to reconnect uh, ground and really feel the power and the magnitude of that, especially in the sense of this very sensual, um, intimate uh, genre of photography that is boudoir. Mm-hmm. I love that because I think about, so I don't know if you know this, but I started out as a boudoir photographer. Well, I started as a wedding photographer and then went to boudoir. And in that time, um, I, I remember just feeling like, one, I wish everyone could do this. I wish every, especially like (laughs) women, I wish everyone could do this because 
you just see all these different bodies and you see all of them as beautiful. And you're like, it just was so good for my body image journey mm-hmm. to just be like, everybody is so hot that like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't look at like this little tiny little thing that they are worried about. It just doesn't feel as concerning. Um, mm. But the, the second piece of that being like, I really feel like it's more, the women come in a lot of times, like I'm giving this to my partner for a gift. I'm like, this is for you. Like this yes. is, you're changing in this. And I think mm-hmm. that's like the gift, a gift for your partner too. But like, I think so often it, we go in thinking we're doing something for our partner, but it's not, it's for you. Absolutely. And I'll, I have so many women who will say that too. And, you know, I, I came in here because I wanted to do this for an anniversary gift or a pre-wedding gift, but I had the best time. Um, mm-hmm. And on a, I, I recently had a client who was a widow and um, which was very interesting to see kind of like on the other, the other end of that spectrum, right? Where, you know, mm-hmm. you don't it for yourself, you're, but she's doing it also because she she said that she probably would have never done this if her husband were still um, alive today. And not that she was doing it in defiance to him, but this was something that she wanted to um, do for herself. And, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, whatever the story was that of why she didn't do it until now, but she's at a place in her life where she's she said, I'm starting to do things for me now. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, yes, that, that, mm, like, that's, that's all <laughs> like the, the nod, like the verbal nod of like, I get it. I feel you, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is so, so amazing to witness, um, as a photographer. And then, you know, I always take time to, to chat with them before, during and after. And it's usually that after the experience is done that I really get to hear, um, I get to hear the the more intimate story. I've gotten to see it in their body throughout the shoot, mm-hmm. but then when they're able to put words to it, it's uh, I love it. It's it's so good. I love that. It's like almost like learning to take up space, learning to mm-hmm. own your place in the world. Yeah, mm. which I feel like is what I've seen you do. Like, and maybe I'm projecting, but like. It looks like from the outside, at least, like you are just like, here's like so fully who you are that it's like inspiring. Like I put some cuss words in my latest book and I was terrified (laughs) and I cuss constantly like in real life. But like on the Internet, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, gosh, I I can't say cuss words. But like (laughs) that's like I have the sailor's mouth. And Mm. um, so like watching you be so in alignment with your brand, at least again, like from my perspective, I could be projecting onto you what I think is happening, but it just looks so beautiful and inspiring. Thank you. It no that that I appreciate you you saying that. Um, sometimes I don't even know what my brand looks like. I'm just <laughs> I'm like whatever, <laughs> wh- however this comes out, it just comes out that way, and it'll just have to be fine. <laughs> hmm. That's beautiful. Um, are you ready for rapid fire questions? I am. I am. Okay. So, um. Dun dun dun. The first <laughs> book that comes to mind. <laughs> First book that comes to mind, um, 
I believe it's called the art of spirituality and intimate relationships. Oh my goodness. I'm, I butchered that. I'm looking at the cover in my brain. Um, but I believe that is the name of the book. <laughs> A favorite song. Right now it's Cuff It by Beyonce. Mm. Something you wish people knew about you. Oh, um, well, I always wanted to be a writer. Um, and so I'm, I've been doing that in different ways um, over the years, whether it's, you know, blogging or just even writing content. Um, but I am writing a book and I don't know when it'll be done, but <laughs> it's happening. I feel it. I'm excited. Um, your dream day, what are you doing? Oh, uh, I am waking up, making my own breakfast and chai tea. Uh, I might go to the grocery store and come back home, sit on the couch, my little reading nook that I just recently made and just read until it's time to spend time with the family. Oh, I love that. Your final meal, what are you eating? Oh, I am eating a vegetable masala from Saffron Indian Restaurant in Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> okay, it's that place best. is so good. <laughs> it is. Um, your food for thought, something you want people to leave thinking about today. Ooh, um, I really want us to think more about how we are, how we, how we process when we feel it's time to shift and move. Um, sometimes it's a lack of awareness to that. Sometimes it's a blatant, just, you know, ig blatantly ignoring it. You're, you're stuffing it down. You want to be distracted by something else. Um, and sometimes we are just sometimes plagued by, you know, um, decision fatigue where we have so many options that we don't make a decision. Um, and that's okay. I, I would say that I've experienced all of those things at one point or another. Um, and just the, the closer we get to being able to slow down enough to even recognize like what's happening in the moment. Um, I think that'll help so many of us, especially those of us who are ones, those of us who are overthinkers, those of us who are constantly wanting to improve things, um, just know that there is a lot of the answers we seek uh, come when we slow down, when we get quiet and mm -hmm. allow ourselves to um, move and decide from a space of uh neutrality and um, just kind of going towards like what would feel better? What would, how could I make this better? How can I improve this? It's just stunning. And I know you're on sabbatical, but for people who are like, yeah. I want boudoir photography, I want someone to walk me through this journey of being more comfortable with my body and my sexuality, where can we get in touch? Absolutely. So you can go to uh, greenvilleboudoir.co. Um, my business Instagram is actually still up. So definitely uh, check us out over there at Greenville Boudoir. 
um, on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, but you can definitely um, find me over there. I'm excited that I will be um, continuing the shoots and the sessions. And then I recently just launched a retreat that is going to be in Asheville, actually. Um, Stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, in January, January 2023, which is my first <gasps> retreat. I'm really excited about. That's amazing. Okay, I'm going to link all of that for you guys in the show notes. So definitely go check that out. I'm going to go check out the retreat myself. Um, maybe I'll see some of you there. That would be so fun. Um, but thank you so much, LaToya, for joining me today and just sharing your journey and your wisdom. Uh, it's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I've appreciated your friendship, your kindness throughout the years, and I'm really elated to be here on the podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.